Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Archerpreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My name's Cole. My name's Adam. And today we are going to talk about the tendency for a lot of creative people uh, is to take something that is meant to be really amazing and suddenly it becomes, or over time, it becomes immobilizing. Um, I, first of all, I will say, saw the movie The Menu on Sunday night, and I highly recommend it for anybody who ever makes anything, because I think it talks, speaks to this idea a lot. So I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'm not actually going to talk about the movie at all, but highly recommend it. So instead of talking about the movie, we'll just talk from personal experience. Uh, it's been a rough end to the month of November and the start of, of December. Uh, we postponed one of our Dazzling Night shows. We had a rough opening to another one, and uh, it wasn't super fun. Um, and I remember this very specific moment in that process where we postponed one of our shows because we needed to do more work on it uh, before an audience arrived. And that night I went home and I ate dinner uh, and... I slept pretty well and had a kind of enjoyable night with someone I love. And uh, I'm really thankful for that because that is certainly not the way that I have lived my life. Uh, I think that like a lot of creative people, um, I have allowed at times for my creativity and the things I make to become an immobilizing prison where everything kind of comes down to performance. And so I wanted to talk today a little bit about how we keep our art from becoming a prison. And I just want to say that the things that I'm about to talk about, and even that story I just told where I was like able to go home and eat dinner and sleep well, has nothing to do with an attitude of just like, oh, well, or I don't care, or it doesn't matter. I think it's been a really long process of just learning how to um, have a healthy life in the context of making things that people often have an opinion about. Uh, and so I want to share some of those things today. Because uh, we have a lot of us, I think, a pressure to be perfect and a pressure to, to please. And so how can we navigate through that? First of all, and I think this is huge, have people who love you. Um, knowing that we are loved really changes everything. Um, having people in our lives that interact with us outside of the context of the things that we make or whether or not we feel successful in making those things or whether or not anybody else has an opinion about it, positive or negative, um, helps keep us off the roller coaster of the up and down of defining our contentment or happiness by how the quote unquote public feels about what it is that we're doing or what we're making. And I think that having people who love us and letting those kinds of people into our lives and focusing on giving attention to the people that mean the most to us is super important. Yeah, I think everyone who makes things or even if you're an athlete or a business person, whatever it is, there's been times where something goes wrong, a day doesn't go the way that you thought it would or a project doesn't pan out. And, you know, the people that are in your life will say, Hey, it's going to be okay. And a lot of times our first impulse is to like push that away mm -hmm. and be like, no, like it's actually not, you don't understand. Yeah. Like I was supposed to be doing this big project and then it got, it got awarded to someone else. Like yeah. you could never relate to that as I'm an artist, whatever it is. Like 
fighting that impulse can be super important because at the end of the day, that person is usually right. You know, that one project or that one mistake is not defining your entire career and it is serious to you in the moment, but you will laugh about it later. You, it might take some time to work through it, but at the end of the day, they're just trying to help you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think another way that we can ensure that our art doesn't become a prison for us is to accept our limitations. Um, we can't fix everything. We can't do everything. And again, I think it's important to recognize, I'm not saying forget about it or don't worry about it or just have a apathetic attitude, not at all. But we can't fix everything and we can't fix everything now, but we can continue to work to make things better. Um, except the fact that things can get better a little bit at a time and that's okay. And if we are committed to continuing to improve, we're continue, uh, committed to doing a little bit every day over time. Um, I think that we begin to, and continue to make excellent things. And so as long as we are willing to accept that we're not perfect, I think it helps us maintain a healthy life balance. Because in those moments where things don't go the way that we expect them to, in addition to all the emotional stuff that's going on inside, sometimes we're just like, well, I have to not sleep and I have to, uh, you know, work on this 24 hours and obsess over it. And don't get me wrong, definitely me and almost every member of our team has been working way more as the result of the challenges that we've, we've faced. So it's not like, Oh, we're just going to maintain what it is that we're doing. No, like we've worked hard to make things work and to make things great. Um, but at the same time, there is a need to maintain healthy balance in the process. And I think that has to do with being honest about our limitations. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it is hard when you want to fix everything all at once to put the pin down or to put, to close the laptop or to drive home from the project and say, I've done all that I can do today. But, you know, we can't do 50 hours of work in a row yeah. uh, uninterrupted, you know, skipping that meal to, to try to work more might work when you skip lunch on a Tuesday, but when you're skipping every meal because you're trying to grind out this thing, like it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, another important thing is to remain consistent. And we just talked about a little bit remaining consistent and just improvement and continuing to move forward. But it's also important to have healthy habits that we can stay consistent in um, throughout the ups and downs and great moments and difficult moments of life. For me, going to the gym every morning is super important. Um, and not throwing that away in moments that feel like an emergency actually helped me remain grounded in the rhythm of my life. Um, and it also helps me stay physically healthy in the process of all of the emotionally term tumultuous moments of being a person who makes stuff and all of us experience that emotional tumult. And so I think it's important for us to have things that keep us grounded. Um, I mean, something that I have not remained consistent in and something I've slacked in is eating healthy. Um, I had Moe's for dinner last night and ate a Moe's burrito with like ranch dressing essentially poured <laughs> on top of it. And then I brought home the massive bag of chips and ate all of them. And I have not felt great today. Yeah. Uh, and so I think remaining consistent in habits that are healthy keeps us grounded in the reality of our lives. And it helps us keep healthy 
rhythms in the context of difficult and challenging moments. Yeah. And there's going to be compromises on some of that stuff for sure. Um, I've definitely had my fair share of Bucky's dinners lately (laughs) to and from Jacksonville. So I can relate to that, but yeah, trying to not, um, you know, let one problem or one mistake steamroll into multiple is huge. Um, you know, actually James clear an author that I, uh, follow posted a whole series today about that, uh, about, oh, well, I already messed this up, so I might as well Mm. mess up everything else becomes kind of a theme of some people, and to try to break out of that is huge. So, Um, I think another way that we can keep our art from becoming a prison is to continually evaluate and learn. We talk a lot on the podcast about the fact that uh, art and our creativity is a process. We as humans and as artists are in process. Um, and there is uh, something freeing about acknowledging that we have the opportunity to remain in process, to evaluate what it is that we've done, to evaluate the effectiveness of those things or the ineffectiveness of those things, and then to take hold of the lessons that can be learned from what we've experienced. Uh, and in that, there is a sense of productive accomplishment in accepting, evaluating, and learning. And it allows us to take things that are even difficult or have gone in a way that we don't want them to go. And it allows real value to kind of grow from difficult moments. And I think it brings a sense of acknowledgement that we are in process, the things that we're making and how we make are in process. And then it gives us even a sense of productivity from mistake and difficulty as we do the good work of evaluating and learning from the things that we've experienced. For sure. Cool. I agree. (laughs) And then lastly, um, release the fronts. Um, Let go of the mask. Uh, One of the most exhausting things that we can do as artists and as human beings is to try to create and maintain a false self. Whether it is we're trying to fool ourselves or we're trying to fool other people, it is an exhausting and impossible task. And so if we can just be open and we can be honest, it allows us to release the need to be perfect and it allows us to breathe more easily. Like literally, it allows us to breathe more easily because we're not engaged in the constant work of trying to fool ourselves and other people. And openness and honesty doesn't solve all of our problems, but it does help us have one less thing to worry about, the fear of being found out. And if we can um, just be open and honest and release the need to paint some sort of false picture of who we are, um, I think that's one of the most freeing things in the context of our art is we can put ourselves in the prison of trying to be somebody that we think we're supposed to be or trying to be somebody that we think others expect us to be. And there is nothing more imprisoning, imprisoning than that. So if we can release the front and take off the masks and just navigate life as an honest and authentic human being, um, it really does free us in our, in our art and in our lives. Yeah, and you would be shocked how much grace people are willing to extend when you just let out a simple, I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Or that was tougher than I thought it was going to be like saying that out loud and the person on the other side processing it and going, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like that person is going to give you, you know, much more time 
to process things, much more leniency. Like I've never had a project where there was like a, a deadline that wasn't, you know, Hey, I think I need more time than I said. Like if I set the deadline, I want to turn this into you by Friday. And then I come to you on Wednesday. Hey, I'm having a hard time. Is it okay if I turn it in Monday? That, you know, goes over a lot better than on Friday turning in something that you're not proud of. Mm, So just, just let go of that. And yeah, admit, maybe take the L on. Yeah. I said something that I, you know, or I said I was going to do something that I couldn't hold up. But to, to me, that's better than trying to pretend that it's going okay. And then in the 11th hour, you end up in those panicking situations. Yeah. Well, our creativity is is a gift, but it can also be a prison. And I think taking some of these and thinking about some of them and how uh, how we relate to our art and our creativity can be really helpful in allowing us to embrace our creativity as that gift that it's meant to be and avoid allowing it to become a prison. So as always, thanks for hanging out and we'll see you next week. See you there.